Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. So are you ready for it? Are you are you ready for the evolution of yourself? Do you ever daydream or imagine what your true potentials really are? I'm so excited for the show tonight. The topic tonight is Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. And our guest tonight is Kimberly Meredith. I'm so delighted to have her on the show. But let's go back to that that awakening of you, that evolution of your consciousness. As we've talked about on the show many times, Jesus said, well, y'all, every one of you will be performing everything that I have done, and you'll even do more. And so at some point in the game, we need to see ourselves as the truth of who we are, and that is that Christ potential personified in each one of us. As as Christ said, everything I have done, you will do and more. And that's what I really like about tonight's show is that Kimberly really embodies that. Um, sometimes we have guests on, on the show that have like – um, entered the the fifth dimension or 5D or whatever you want to call it, and they perhaps didn't quite have their bearings, but Kimberly so owns it. <laughs> she does a wonderful job of of understanding, ha- having her uh, perception, her clarity, and and. If you're not aware, the the title of the show tonight is the title of her latest book, Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Revolutionary Wisdom from One of the World's Most Respected Medical Intuitives. I think we should get right to it because we're going to have plenty to talk about. In Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Kimberly offers readers something truly revolutionary, a new dimension of healing. She is now one of the most in-demand medical intuitive healers in the nation, offering healing to those who so desperately need it. In the book, Kimberly shares her gift for the first time with a wider audience, giving readers the tools to implement this healing in their own lives. There's that Christ consciousness in our own lives. Whether you are wrestling with chronic illness, seemingly untreatable symptoms, or other mental, emotional, or physical ailments, Kimberly's gentle wisdom offers a way forward towards happiness and freedom. Her book, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, will empower readers to confront their own health struggles and find true, lasting healing. 
Kimberly received her miraculous healing gifts from the Holy Spirit following two near-death experiences, during which she was blessed with an incredible encounter with God. Through her healing mediumship and blinking eyes, Kimberly can see into the body faster and more accurately than the fastest MRI and thermography machines accurately detecting all manner of medical conditions. Kimberly also possesses the ability to emit healing scalar energy. We've talked about scalar energy before on the show. Even through walls, as measured by Dr. Norm Sheely during scientific tests to validate Kimberly's abilities. You can learn more about this at thehealingtrilogy.com. Please join me in welcoming Kimberly to the show. Kimberly, it's so nice to have you on the show. Hi, Les. Thank you for having me on your wonderful show. Well, what a journey you've been on. Did you, did you, (laughs) earlier in your life, did you ever see this coming or did it kind of surprise you? (laughs) No, I never saw this happening. Not, not this. Um, I perhaps saw that. Um, I, I did feel that maybe I would do writing because I always had a passion for writing as a young girl. And in my 20s, I loved writing. So I perhaps saw writing maybe, but not this. This this never, never, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. I mean, how could it? How could they even show it to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is this um, amazing journey and um, becoming more and more amazing even after I channeled the book. It's really very cool. Very nice. Well, now, not all of our listeners might be familiar with your story. Can you share with us uh, the near-death experiences and your encounter with God? Sure. I um, I had um, communication with spirit and God when I was a little girl before the near-death experiences started. Um, and then um, it left me, uh, forced it to leave me at a young age because I had some... Um, family members that didn't like that communication that was happening when I was young because I had paranormal experiences uh, that were happening and I had gifts when I was little and they were frightening to the adults that were around me. And um, so I just kind of made them leave me. And, um, but, you know, they can't really leave you if it's meant to happen. Right. And, yeah, so that was going on at a young age. And I had a very strong relationship with Holy Spirit, with with Jesus and Mary, even at a young age. I was very much into wearing um, scarves around my head. And I always felt a very close bond with um, the energy of spirit and um, I had gone into being a nurse assistant working in hospitals um, always being a caretaker to everybody and um, so I worked in a hospital um, around the time of my NDE 
um, and also worked in the entertainment world working as a nurse. I would set up shots on um, movie shots and TV shows of how to do um, nursing for nursing shows. And at the same time, I worked in hospitals uh, at the same time. And um, I was coming off a show um, that I really loved at the time, and I got hit on foot by a car. And I ended up at the hospital struggling and holding on to my life, and I had a um, um, full-blown near-death experience. And that was the first one. The second one, I was thrown into a street um, and had a blunt head trauma again. and both of these traumatic experiences led me into seeing and developing a profound experience with my channeling um, because I left my body, out-of-body experience, and went to um, what you would call a transmission to um, the omnipresent. I experienced the energy of the Holy Spirit. And when I experienced that um, energy, I experienced an energy of seeing the other side and experiencing the energy of Christ consciousness, which is the fifth dimension to me. And I was um, getting downloads and bright lights that went through my eyes and brought me back to when I was born and came into the world with the relationship that I had with spirit from the beginning, which was my eyes that blink and communicate with spirit. And that's how it circled back around until to when I came into the world. So after the second near-death experience, the first one was bad enough where I came home and I couldn't walk and I couldn't talk right and things were really difficult. And the second one I had was really horrific where I had a very bad, I was thrown into the street um, and hit my head. Um, Then I had the bright light of Christ consciousness come through my body and was elevated again. I had the light go through my eyes and bring me into who I am today, which is a full-blown trans medium. Right. Well, the um, the the perception. It, it, it's curious that you mentioned that um, you you were more or less awake as a child, and the adults couldn't handle it, and and you <laughs> to get along with the adults, you had to tone yourself down and even through uh, two uh, severe accidents. Um, Fast forward to today, and here you are, uh, awakened to the fifth dimension and and the personification of of the healing consciousness that... um, Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, even after I had the two near-death experiences and was taken into the hospital community and I was starting to blink and have the awakening happen. Many people questioned the blinking. They questioned what was going on, which brought me back to the childhood when I was questioned. 
And if I had listened to maybe some friends or people say, oh, stop your blinking again and not go with the awakening, which is happening to many people right now are having awakenings and their gifts are happening and emerging. And I said to myself, oh, this is not really what's going on. This is just some fluke. This is just some, you know, maybe trigger or something from the concussion or the surgery I had or, you know, this is not really reality. But the reality was that I was having an awakening and it was the gifts that were emerging. And as it went on in the year and a half after the last near-death experience, I started to communicate with the guides. The guides started to heal me. I didn't go forward with this with the extra surgeries, I threw away all the painkillers. I learned how to become a full-blown trance medium, and the gifts started to emerge more and more and more. And that's why I started to write the book, channel the information, so people not only understand that there is these higher dimensions, but we're multidimensional beings, and we can all have a miracle and an experience and we are moving into this dimension faster and faster and we are awakening to understand that because you may be different or have other experience happen no one can judge someone else's experience from another right well you know the uh, you bring up a good point because um, like like people um, as you've mentioned notice you blinking eyes and and their mind is saying, well, come on, this is not, this can't be a valid thing. I, in their own mind, they're sitting there going, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, you know, be, because uh, I, I think a lot of the ways we kind of impede our spiritual growth is the nature of our minds. Because our minds look at this 3D world and we go into academics and we go go into school systems and we really uh, anchor in ourselves this static model of how, quote, reality is, unquote. But at the soul level, it's a it's a impossible to comprehend from our mind. It's a vast multidimensional arena that communicates with nonlinear uh, communication and so if anything is is um, strange and curious it's that we use sentences and words to talk because our souls don't need that uh, so what I'm getting at is when our egos bump up against this higher dimensional consciousness we don't have a slot we don't have a a place to put that in our understanding because we our minds aren't really hardwired to even comprehend or understand the the fifth dimensional consciousness and how multi-dimensional it is Um, that makes sense yeah i agree yeah i agree with that well i think we're so locked up in the third dimension right now which is dense fear anything that is something that someone can't understand they fear it. So right. if they can't understand it, they don't under you know, believe it or understand it or they're not gonna trust it. So, right. you know, half my clientele are doctors and people that 
<laughs> can't, you know, can't uh, get Wrap answers from an MRI, MRI machine or a CAT scan machine. So they reach out to people like us that are mediums or transchannelers or, or people that can, especially me because I'm a medical medium, that intuitive, that I not only find things pre-find um, things in people before they even know they have them, but I go into people's bodies and not only find things, but know how you got it, why you got it, and half the things that we're battling with is environmental. So, and I'm also a healer. So basically, this is not to be afraid of. It's to be excited about. It's to understand that the guides have come here, spirit, the Holy Spirit, and even what's going on in our community right now on our globe is right on time. The world right now is not ugly. It's beautiful because what's going on is we're shifting, vastly shifting and recognizing that the world needs the fifth dimension and beyond because when we came in, Jesus even spoke about how he did his work in the fifth dimension. And then we fell down into the ego, the ego or I go, and that we can't say that we we are God. We have to bow down to God and understand that when we raise our vibration and we understand that we can have love our brothers and sisters and serve each other and help each other is when we understand that we can all have a healing and boost our immune system with the energy of Christ consciousness. Right. There's, there's a, um, I've been um, contemplating, I guess you might say, the nature of nature or the nature of consciousness. And from my perspective, it seems that um, the rigidness of our bodies, the rigidness of dis-ease, the rigidness of these these uh, long-term experiences we have are quite pliable, quite um, malleable as we raise our consciousness within our own persona. And in 5D, there's nothing in 3D that is a trump card, so to speak. There's no such thing as indelible ink <laughs> in, in the fifth dimension. Everything wipes off. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that's correct. Well, well so, in the fifth dimension, it's just unconditional love, unconditional yeah. forgiveness. You're, you're vibrating at a higher level. You're spiritually elevating. So if anything attached to you that is the negative energy, you're, you're, more, you're more caught into a universal awareness. You go from your heart. You're not going into the mind. So you're, right. you're combating against, you know, you're human, so you can bounce back and forth, but you're not existing in that lower frequency. See, you're not in that emotional drama. Right. Well, now, you mentioned that um, when you perceive into the persona of the body, and you see the um, when the disease came around, you talked about environmental impact but i was curious about how often do you see a a disease in someone's uh, persona that has uh, carried over from a past life 
You know, I don't do past life regressions. I'm not, that's not me. Um, right. A lot of people ask me about that because I'm in the fifth dimension. I, my guides and the scientists I work with and all of my crew, because I'm in the Ascended Master Group, we want people to move forward. We don't okay. really, like when you ask that, they blink, no, no, no. We, we like everyone to just keep going, um, I am love, I am light, I am here, I'm in the now, and we want to move forward. We like to cut to 3D uh, oh, right. binding, and we want us just to move on. We like to go, like you're saying, like to find out how it happened, you know, or why it happened, and then just get to the right. bottom of it in the environmental and the emotional stuff is important, but in this lifetime, we don't, my work doesn't exist in the past lives really, but I do connect to the, like I do crossover readings. So like if people come to me and say, my dad died, or I'll know if your father died, like especially during COVID times, like, and all this stuff happening, like, so I do a lot of readings for people that have died, but I don't really get into past life regression. Understood. Very well said. From the rest of this conversation, I'll keep it from the realm of the 5D. Well, you know, it's uh, it's curious then because from my perspective, the um, the physical body um, and and how dis ease shows up in the physical body. From my perception, um, the physical body is. Uh, it's like being at a, a theater and the projector's up behind you and, and the screen is where the, the drama's playing out and the physical body would be the screen. But in truth, the screen doesn't originate any information. It's the, the last step, so to speak. So in other words, um, this ease in our persona um, is uh, actually an etherical energy uh, incongruency or disharmony within our psyche that manifests in the physical realm. And so to, uh, to cleanse and purify and harmonize the etherical energy within us would, um, is the mechanism of healing, and it's not per se the actual physical atoms, if that makes sense. Um, yes and no. I, I don't believe we're conscious 24 hours a day of getting a disease, a dis-ease. I feel that some people have no idea that they're being attacked by mold or uh, environmental pollution if they're drinking plastic all day. It can throw all off right. their hormones. I do believe that a lot of people feel very guilty when they get cancer. They feel that they've done something wrong if they've been sexually abused. And I don't feel they should feel shamed. I feel that there's a lot of empowering that can go on with understanding that you shouldn't feel bad if you're sick. A lot of people come to me feeling really bad. And I feel that, you know, don't feel bad feel empowered that you can gain strength in being healed through getting into these dimensions and understanding that this is not a religion. It's being empowered spiritually and that when you get a dis-ease, whether it's emotional, physical, 
you can release it out of your body and move forward. Anybody can have a miracle. We all deserve to have these miracles happen. And we can release this out of our body. Sometimes it takes time to understand the way to do it. Some people have been hospitalized over and over again because they have certain types of diseases that won't leave right away. But sometimes they do. They do leave. And you are healed. In my book, there's an appendix, and there's many people that have been healed through spirit, through the angels, through the guides, not only through nutritional plans and recipes, but through affirmations and prayers, and through learning how to call in their guides and the Holy Spirit, and learning that, just like me, I was healed. They told me I would never walk again, I would never hold my head up more than three to four minutes, and I am healed. I was in a wheelchair for over a year and a half, and I'm walking. How I stay healed is by healing others. Now, I don't have to have a full-blown practice like I do, but I do it. Anyway, nothing's going to stop me from doing my, my work with my clients. I love it. I love helping people. I love serving people. I have clients right now that they are four-stage cancer, but they are healed. They are healed by the Holy Spirit. They are healed. They are healed. Beautiful. I can hear the passion in your voice. And oh, I've had 9-11, make... yeah, I've had 9-11 firefighters with 16 tumors in their body, and I have dissolved those tumors through Jesus with my hands. And Beautiful. they will get up and say, I am healed. Now, this is not something that I do. This is something that Christ, consciousness, comes through my body and does it with people. And they do it in the fifth dimension. It is in the fifth dimension and beyond. Very nice. Very well said. And it's free. And it's free. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um... (laughs) I'm laughing because people say to me, how much does it cost to do that? I said, well, it really is free. All you have to do is say some simple words of affirmations and prayer and believe that you can be healed. Nice. Beautiful. Well, um, you did mention that uh, environmental impacts are a source of um, disease for us. Are there some, some, uh, key ones you want to mention or, um, I mean, just to share with the audience things we could look for in our own persona where we're environmentally being influenced? Yes. Well, one of them is I just cannot stand plastic. You know, plastic is just really, really bad for all of us. Um, it's creating a lot of issues with our body's hormonal imbalance. Um, it's fossil fuel, and there's a lot of water out there that's contained in plastic bottles, and um, it's just not good for us. And there's a lot of water products out there that is not getting people enough nutrition, so people need, you know, mineral water. And if you can get it in glass, that would be just terrific. And if you can't afford that, then you can get a great filter for your sink and drink water you know, just not in plastic. This is not not good for you. Um, the other thing is when you shower, 
try not to breathe in any kind of steam from the shower. It's breathing in the steam from your lungs. You want to make sure, especially if you've had COVID or lung cancer or other things or anything, you want to make sure children having lots of rashes and things like that. People don't quite understand that. The breathing in of tap water, you're breathing in fluoride, you're breathing in bleach, you're breathing in pesticides, you're breathing in all kinds of chemicals. Does that make sense to you also? Because I used to work on the cancer floors and people were on chemo or on different types of medications and it was spreading throughout their body. And um, this has been tested that the chemicals in the water, when you're breathing it in, and so when you go to um, gyms or steam rooms and things, you just want to be really careful. The other thing is that when you're doing, when you're eating and you're eating a lots of um, TV dinners and things like that, you want to make sure you're not taking in foods with all kinds of chemicals and dyes. And um, all of those things have preservatives that are really harmful. Um, I could go on and on and on. In my book, I have lots of information about all these things. Um, yeah. And uh, vitamins are very important. You want to make sure the brands don't have um, fillers and dyes and protein bars. Uh, I have not found a protein bar out there that I approve of. Not one. Wow. Not one protein. Not one protein bar. No. And they're they're really touted as the healthy, uh, quick fix for hunger, and and yet none yeah. of them. None of them are in no. harmony w- no. with life. There's not one. No. You might as well just buy um, some nice uh, Granny Smith apple or – but you have to be careful because if you're diabetic or things, you know, there's certain fruits that are not okay for you. But like I, in the book, I have diet plans, and the diet plans are, you know, not everybody can have everybody's diet plan. Of course, not everybody can eat a bunch of bananas every day. So everything is in moderation. <laughs> everybody has different diets. So, you know, what one person can have, another cannot have. So everybody can move around their food. So you're better off just having fresh fruits and vegetables and um, things like that to to eat. And um, it's really, really important. This is one that people are going to go, what? Um, How you brush your teeth, your mouth care. Most people that come to me, I'd say 80% of people have thyroid problems, hormonal problems. Um, because of teeth care and drinking water. And um, cancer is really big because of this and also because of uh, fish, iodine, the water, the oceans polluted, the lakes are polluted, the air is polluted. I mean, I know I sound like a Debbie Downer, but no. um, I don't want to be, but I'm just letting you know, you can skirt around the 3D world and go into the fifth-dimensional world of eating. And I talk about the 5D foods, the 5D home, the 5D <laughs> lighting. Um, I put everything into 5D lifestyle. Um, the book is sort of a guidebook to the fifth dimensional world that I like us to have. And so with toothpaste, we want to make sure we don't have fluoride in our body. Well, very nice. I don't, uh, I like everything you're saying. Don't, don't Thank hesitate. You. Don't hesitate to say what you want to say. You're, you're safe okay. here. <laughs> you're safe everywhere, but um now so of course to buy and read your book would be a yeah. a way f- for us to um connect with that higher consciousness with within us but can you kind of share with us um 
from the perspective of your mind or ego, um, yeah. how you're, because um, a lot of times, well, when people are critical of you, they're saying, well, your blinking eyes can't, doesn't make any sense to my mind, therefore it's invalid. What I'm getting at here is um, our egos. So if I want to have a better connection with my 5D consciousness, my ego needs to let go of incongruent behavior. What what could you say to the audience to to the to, to help them kind of loosen their their ego and their mind up to be uh, more more receptive to that higher consciousness element within them? Um, I don't get what it means about my eyes and their ego and their opening no. their higher consciousness. Well, yeah, I'm not well, clear, clear about that. I believe that everyone has free will, and they all have well, to make their own choice of how they want to build their own spirituality and intimacy with om- the omnipresent. Um, yeah, but, and but for so example. I have my, yeah. yeah, I have my spirituality and my connection with the omnipresent, and I do my work um, seven days a week. My my abilities have been confirmed with major organizations and um St. Martin's and Penguin Random House and Hay House wouldn't put a book out with me if I wasn't confirmed with my abilities. Um, But their people in the world need to understand that their consciousness and their life and how they want to live it is their own free will. And I'm here to help people open their gifts. And I'm here to help people understand that um, this is just a small 288-page book, a guidebook to help them understand how they can awaken to a higher dimension and have health and healing. And just like the book, the movie called Don't Look Up is out right now helping people understand about environmental crisis and change. This book is out right now to help people connect to the higher spiritual realm and also health right. and healing. Yeah. I guess what I was getting at is... Oh, sure. um, um if in my mind i'm um i have a static idea of life um like i'm sick and and there's nothing i can do about it and um perhaps i'm bitter or i'm angry uh these these elements are not um i guess i don't know if compatible is the word but they're incongruent with my 5d self so what i was thinking was to make your mind or ego more receptive to to the higher consciousness is forgiveness, compassion, things like that. That's kind of the slant I was looking at, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be people that are not ready to go into the fifth dimension. They're stuck in the 3D world. Um, I think that's what you're trying to say, that they feel more comfortable being in that energy and they're not ready to move forward and have, you know, unconditional forgiveness, unconditional acceptance, manifesting, you know, miracles or wanting to embark on that and learn about it, you know, elevating your mind and wanting to do that. But why not? Why not? Do you want to learn about it? Why wouldn't you want to? learn how to have those experiences. So daily meditation, um, prayer, um, eating well, 
doing things that help you move and have more focus, um, having abilities awaken. So because my abilities woke up um, and I learned about being in this dimension and I can dissolve things off of people's bodies and more people are doing that, more people are going in that dimension and realm, why not learn that? If you don't want to do that, then you don't have to do that. Right. Why not? Right. And and it's important to mention that free will element because everyone has that choice. It it the thing about <laughs> the thing about unconditional love is it doesn't force itself. It's it's kind of, I laugh at the at the notion of peace because peace doesn't strong arm anything. <laughs> Peace is the lack of uh, coercion, so to speak. And unconditional love, by its very nature, will not force itself. It, it's uh, an element within ourselves that we uh, really discover. It, it's always at the core of ourselves, but if we haven't had experience with it, more a discovery than a creation, I think. What do you think? Well, I think there's a lot of judgment going on in the world right now. I think people love to judge people. They love to attack people. I think there's more third dimension happening at the moment right now. And I think that there's less peacemakers. There's less of that happening. But there, but we are emerging right now into an ascension, into an awakening. And that if we don't have it happen within the next 10 years, we probably won't be here. So this book is right on time, and many more books about the fifth dimension are probably coming out. And many, I mean, if you go on TikTok, there's millions of people talking about it. The younger generation, the millennials, they are not into being famous. They're into help saving the world. They're into peace. They're into love. They're into opening their abilities. So when you talk about peace, we very much need to have that right now. You are correct. We need to move into many dimensions beyond the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension is just a starting place, but we need the 12th dimension. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yep, absolutely. Well, (laughs) what a a rich environment here on planet Earth because um, you and I are talking and we're in two completely different states and anybody on the planet can be listening to this episodes. So it's really, uh, I think one of the most powerful things, uh, perhaps the most powerful thing um, to change our human dynamic is human consciousness. And I use that term carefully because I'm not per se talking about the ego but more so the, the human persona, for example, yourself, um, to, to have this activation within yourself and, and, you, and you awaken and, and tune in and turn on these um, capabilities, uh, you not only transformed yourself getting out of a wheelchair and then turn around and, and uh, embodying the healing modality for others through love. That um, that narrative of a human persona transforming themselves so abruptly 
um, I think is is really the 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 pinnacle aspect of change that we're going to see, um, and it'll all happen with individuals, but millions of them. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what we're hoping for. So before, you know, the third dimensional, 3D depopulates. So that's what will hopefully be the the main focus, yes. Well, um, so so what topics in your book do you want to bring up at this point? Well, it might be really nice to read one of my affirmations. Um, Do you want to do that? Yeah, we could do one of my affirmational prayers. Um, so let's see, uh, we could do what, since we were talking about peace, we could do the miraculous peace prayer for everybody. Okay. (laughs) So I channel these, um, these are the affirmations and prayers in my book that I channel and we could do this one. So this is called the magical fifth dimensional peace prayer. It says, I love being in the magical fifth dimensional frequency of love and peace, where all is pure, existence is non-judgmental, and awareness is beyond all time and space and all place. In the magical fifth dimension, humans can do all, be all, and thereby find miraculous healing. We can take a deep breath, inhale and exhale. The love of the omnipresent is centered on all civilizations to have one underlying focus of peace and service. Love is simple and easy in the fifth dimension. Moving our world into a gigantic, organic, global field where healing is easy and fast. We can take another beautiful deep breath. Inhale and exhale. Because we are all multidimensional beings, our minds want to live in this existence where the omnipresent exists, gentle, safe, pure, and respectful, with a flow of spirit guiding us to be strong, building daily intimacy with God, the divine. Therefore, I am healed. Dear Holy Spirit, please help me to remember the power of forgiveness. And let's extend forgiveness to everyone, to myself. Namaste. Well, very nice. Thank you. Namaste. For letting me read that to everybody. I think it's beautiful. I I like how it uh, touched on the effortlessness of consciousness in the fifth dimension, the ease and the grace of it. Thank you. Yeah, so there's um, many affirmations and prayers in here for people uh, in the book. So I hope people enjoy um, this guidebook the guides wrote for everybody. So when we, uh, let's talk about water. 
and uh, what, um, you talked about having a, a filter for water, and you talked about um, staying away from plastics, and you talked about um, how we can ingest water through breathing in the shower. Um, how can we? Uh, can you talk about blessing water? What about blessing water? Um, um, to to with uh, with our consciousness um, as we go to take a drink of water um, to bless it to um, cleanse and purify it with our intention. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I think that anytime we eat something or we are eating anything, we can do blessings on our food. Um, I think it's important. Yeah, I'd be great to do. I have in my book a prayer for each meal, morning and evening and dinner. So um, not just for water, but for our meals, which is good to do. Um, I'm, you know, I do about eight hours of prayer a day on daily activity. So if people do at least 15 minutes a day of meditation, that is really great. So some people do an hour, but daily and, of course, blessing water would be awesome. I mean, I think if most people did at least 15 minutes a day of meditation or even before they get on their cell phones or computers um, in the morning when they get up, um, before they start looking at everything, that would be really great. If they find time to do that, that'd be beautiful. Well, very nice. Um, well, yeah. let's, let's talk about you and your book and your website and how you work with people. Can you share with our audience how to get your book and your website and how you work with people? Sure. So um, I do uh, office sessions in Encino, California. I do that just a few days a week. I um, do all kinds of services, anywhere from counseling sessions to mediumship readings to cold laser therapy. Um, They're all listed on my website. Um, I also do um, Skype sessions for people that are not in my area, that are all over the world. I do animals, children, adults, and even over Skype, I do preventative care, medical mediumship readings where I can read you in just a few minutes and see if you've got anywhere from cancer to COVID to all kinds of issues, nutritional plans. This is all done through the guides. And um, I have... A lot of online classes that I do, teachings. So um, everything, and my book, of course, is being sold everywhere right now. Barnes & Noble and Amazon, Target and Walmart, all kinds of places. But the easiest access to get everything is at my website, The Healing, The Healing, Trilogy.com. And that was... um, given to me that name, thehealingtrilogy.com, by Spirit. They wrote that out 
um, with my hand on a piece of paper after I had my near-death experience. The healing, thehealingtrilogy.com, that was given to me. So that's where you can find me. Well, beautiful. Well, that's uh, my story, Les. Uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful story, Kimberly. <laughs> well, it is. Um, well, time can go. <laughs> You're cracking me up. <laughs> You're cracking me up. Now, <laughs> um, time can fly by pretty fast when you're having fun. Do you have any closing thoughts for our audience? Um, well, I could say, um, yes, I will say that I'm very grateful to be on your show tonight. You're a very special person. I feel that, you know, the guides are just, I don't know, they're just blinking over and over again that they feel that everyone, everyone can bring in their highest guides, their highest angels. You all can have a spiritual healing. You all can be, you all could have a glorious awakening right now, and, and I want you all to know, to have faith, you know, to have faith, to have faith right now. It's a hard time, and I want you all just to know that you can all have, if you're different like me or you maybe have had struggles or having struggles right now, I just want to give you love and light and hope and just know that don't, don't get down on yourself and just keep going. That's what I just want to say. Keep going, and I love you. Beautiful. Well, Kimberly, I love I love you. I send you a big energetic hug and a big energetic smile. And uh, um, I'm so delighted that we finally got you on the show tonight. I've really enjoyed this episode. I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. My pleasure. We've been talking with Kimberly Meredith, and the topic tonight has been Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. I really strongly recommend that you get her book, Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Revolutionary Wisdom from One of the World's Most Respected Medical Intuitives. We've talked on this show many times about the the evolution of your consciousness, the awakening to your um, higher truths, or however you want to uh, phrase it, that my passion, my purpose is to um, help people understand the um, the vastness of their soul, the the love and compassion of of their souls so often we can we can kind of park it in our ego park it in our mind and just live this monologue this narrative that doesn't really change much day to day and and to break out of that and to create a opening so to speak create a an opportunity, so to speak, for 
your heart and your soul, your heart and your soul to have dialogue, your heart and your soul to have narrative in your day. So often, uh, pretty much 100% of our thoughts that, that we're conscious of is just our ego regurgitating a narrative that we've had for a very long time. And our heart and our soul don't need, they don't need a linear trajectory. The very nature of our soul being a multidimensional aspect of ourselves, to have a linear narrative that we more or less park our brains in, we're literally collapsing. We're literally pinching off vast amounts of inspiration and passion and desire that our heart and our soul could be feeding us all throughout our day. We pinch it off when we consume, when we consume all of our consciousness with the busy mind, the monkey mind. And one of the reasons why meditation is so powerful and I like no thought meditation, is that if we stop our thoughts, from that silence, from that blank canvas of silence, any thought we have sticks out. It becomes apparent. But if we have a busy mind and we got to get gas in the car and I'm going to be late and, oh, i got to rip in the shirt, I just consumed 100% of my consciousness in that five seconds of dialogue. And the inspiration of my heart and my soul go unrecognized. The thoughts are there, but we don't recognize them because we swamp them out. We drown them out with with basically the, the noise of our busy mind. And uh, here's a simple thing for you to do if you so choose. You want to kick your ass. You want to kick your ass in a really good way. Go buy a bunch of Post-it notes and leave one by the bed and one in the car and one by the kitchen sink. And what's going to happen is your mind will be busy doing something else. You're unloading the groceries from the car. You're doing the dishes. And a single sentence will pop in your mind. Less, write a book. And when you can recognize that that sentence came out of, quote, nowhere, unquote, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Get it on paper. Get some ink and put. Now, don't edit the sentence, you, you, it's not for your mind to edit. Write it down exactly as you heard it. As soon as you've written it down, now your mind can go ahead and beat it up like it always does. Like when I first heard, let's write a book. I'm like, oh, my hell no, my ego. Oh, my hell no. I don't want to write a book, my ego. Who wants to hear what I have to say, my ego? 
I don't know nothing about grammar. My ego said, no, 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 no. The thing is, if you're unloading the car and you get a single sentence, write a book, and you don't write it down, the probability of it entering your mind again is slim to none. But if you've written it down, it has permanence. You can see it the next day. It comes into physical form in your environment. You know how rich that is? The sentence from your heart and your soul has permanence. Because you can see what you wrote down an hour later, the next morning, next week. And what you're going to notice is that a theme will start showing up. Over a period of time, you're going to get a whole bunch of post-it notes. And it's going to be in a general way saying, get back up on the highway. You're off in the desert mowing down Joshua trees. It's like some scene out of Fear and Loathing where you're in some old Cadillac and you're just plowing through the, the wilderness with no direction from your heart and your soul, and then you start getting these post-it notes that says, well, what what you might want to consider is turn left a little. The highway's to your left. <laughs> Go left. Go left, young man. And uh, fast forward, my heart and my soul tell me stuff all the time. And I've taught my ego to get excited when a new idea comes up. Les, learn FPGA programming, Paralog. Well, who, me? I, I could have a bunch of reasons why I shouldn't do it, but all those, all those reasons really suck. They do, because they're just excuses to avoid to avoid the inspiration of your heart and your soul. I am so happy that I'm an author. I've been mulling over my next few books. I'm so happy I'm an author. I've written a bunch of books now. And writing books brings me great joy. And I, would, I wouldn't have experienced that had I not actually captured and then took action on the inspiration of my heart and my soul. Well, time flies. I want to give a shout out to Susan, who schedules all these shows. Uh, Susan and I have been working together for over eight years now, hundreds and hundreds of shows. She handles all the guests. She, she, she brings sanity into my life. And I want, to, I want to give her a personal shout out. Thank you, Susan. I just want to put a stake in the ground and say we've made it this far and we're we're just getting started. So I want to thank you, the listener. You showed up for yourself. Here you are. You took time out of your day and you tuned in to program, a program that will help you grow. I want to thank you for showing up for yourself. I'm Les Jensen. I'm the founder of New Human Living. Uh, Such a pleasure spending this time with you. Until next time, thanks so much. This has been a New Human Living radio broadcast. 
to bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open. Check out our host, Les Jensen's book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power, at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.